This is episode 23 of the Joyful Movement Show, and today we're diving into a question I get a lot in my DMs, which is, hey, I get all this body acceptance stuff, but what if I actually need to lose weight for my health? If you've ever had this question, then stay tuned. Hi there. Welcome to the Joyful Movement Show. I'm your host, Kim Hagel, mom, recovering dieter, and founder of Radiant Vitality Wellness. As a personal trainer with my own story of body acceptance, I've seen firsthand how diet culture influences the fitness industry and the damage it causes the women I work with, keeping them on the start, stop cycle, struggling to find motivation. It's now my mission to empower women to break free from torturous exercise, restrictive eating, and body shame. Stick with me and I'll help you discover what moves you so that you can tap into that burning motivation deep inside yourself and experience joyful movement, peace with food, and feel confident in your own skin. Are you ready? Let's lace up our runners, pop the earbuds in, and go for a walk while we chat. Hello, friends. I'm so happy to be back with you today, and I'm really excited to chat about this topic. If you're tuning in for the first time, I'm Kim Hagel, personal trainer, registered holistic nutritionist, and I'm on a mission to help women break free from restrictive diet culture and punitive exercise so they can feel their very best in their now body. I use a weight neutral approach, and I believe in health at every size. And here's the thing. I get that this all sounds wonderful in theory, but what do you do if you've been smaller before and you legitimately did feel better in your smaller body, but now you feel trapped in a larger one? Can you relate to that feeling? Let me share a little story. I recently started working with a new personal training client. She came to me as most do wanting to lose weight. And knowing what I do and how I operate, she added, you know, I I get what you're about. I get all of this body respect, weight inclusive stuff, and it's great, but it's not about body image for me. I can accept myself as I am. It's about health. I know that I'm healthier at a lower weight. I have more energy, my mood and sleep are better, and my knees don't hurt as much when I'm carrying less weight. And then she went on to say that she needed me to force her to lift weights because she hates it and she can't motivate herself to do it, but she can't lose weight without them. So we're still working on the joyful movement side of things, but I wanted to unpack this idea of health and weight because I'm positive she's not the only one who feels stuck, believing that weight loss is the key to feeling better, but feeling dread about having to do the work to get there. So there's a few things at play here. But let's talk first about feeling healthier at a lighter weight, because at the end of the day, it's our feelings that drive our actions. We all want to feel our best, and the desire to do so is what's behind 99% of our weight loss efforts. And here's the thing, when my client said, but I felt better when I was at a lighter weight before, I have no doubt that she did. Those good feelings of more energy, better mood, and sleep, and less joint pain usually happen when we start moving more and eating more nutritious foods, prioritizing healthy habits. But my follow-up question is always this, why didn't you stay there? If you felt so healthy and good, why did you stop? And when I asked this to my client, she said, well, everything was great for a couple of years but then it got to be a lot of work to maintain it. So then the willpower started to wane and the cravings came back. And as soon as she let her foot off the gas, 
everything went to crap. Have you ever experienced this? You know, after a long period of keeping things really tight, then you try to resume a life of moderation, in air quotes. Perhaps it starts by allowing just a small taste of your previously forbidden food, but then you find yourself at the bottom of the container. Or you lower your workout intensity or take a rest day, and then that turns into a whole week of no activity. And before you know it, the weight creeps back on and you either have to tighten things back up even more or you fall off the rails altogether and it feels like all that hard work was for nothing. And if this is you, I get you because that was my pattern too for years. But this is why we quit even though we feel better physically. The restriction and constant energy it takes to achieve or maintain the weight loss becomes a full-time job, and eventually we just want to live like a normal person. But then we feel like this normal way of eating or moving isn't possible for us. Moderation seems out of reach because every time we try it, we gain weight. So we live in this all-or-nothing all in on my program or totally off the rails pattern. Before I go on, I just have to say like, this is not your fault. It's your miraculous biology at work. That binging pattern you notice, and that can be binging on rest too, is a result of the restriction or punishment you're imposing upon your body. And this goes back to our primitive brain, which is just wired to survive. Our brain can't actually tell the difference between true starvation and imposed restriction for weight loss. Or similarly, extreme activity to survive a physical threat or pushing your body hard to try to change our aesthetics. Cravings or lack of motivation then are not a sign of low willpower. It's just biology. They are your brain trying to get you to give your body what it needs to survive more food, more rest. But then we judge ourselves that we're lazy, uncommitted, we lack the mental strength, or we just haven't found the right program that we can stick to yet. And that thinking usually results in trying something even more extreme the next time. Stricter rules, more discipline, less listening to your body. And then feelings of guilt and shame ensue because you gave up. You blame yourself that it's all your fault, that you couldn't stick with it. And then comes the fear that you're destined to a life of chronic pain and disease. And here's the sad reality. We feel like all those good feelings of more energy, better mood, less pain, that improved health that you had a glimpse of, that they were fleeting. And though wonderful, the cost to feel this good is not quite worth the price. But here's the error in your thinking. You assumed that you only felt better because you had lost weight, when in fact, it's very likely that your weight had nothing to do with it. The good feelings you felt were a result of the health-seeking behaviors you were engaging in. Let me say that a different way so it sinks in. It's actually very unlikely that your weight is the cause of the way you feel. Despite what the world loves to tell us, weight is not equated to health. And there's not one study that can point to weight as the definitive cause of any disease or symptoms. And if you want to go deeper on that concept of health at every size, I encourage you to listen to episode three of this podcast, which is called Reject the Diet Mentality, 
or episode 17 with Dr. Maggie Landis about BMI and health. But the long and short of it is this, just because the weight and health are correlated doesn't mean that one causes the other. On the contrary, studies have shown that the greatest predictor of weight gain is dieting, and weight cycling is actually linked with greater risk of disease than a high BMI alone. Further, research shows us that it's the health-seeking behaviors, or lack thereof, that have the greatest impact on a person's health and their risk for disease. So to go back to my client, These feelings of more energy, better mood, and less knee pain, are those really because she lost weight or because she was moving regularly and eating more nutritious foods, managing her stress, and getting more sleep? Is the fact that she felt worse when she quit about the weight gain or because she stopped engaging in health-seeking behaviors? I venture to guess it's the latter, Right? So that, that knee pain that she feels as a result of her weight is probably actually just came back because she stopped moving her body and she lost the strength in her muscles that were supporting her joints. And the energy and better mood she was having was because she was taking care of herself. You see, when the focus is solely on weight, we assume we can't be healthy in a larger body. So our all or nothing mind reverts to old patterns and we totally give up on taking care of our body. Now in my world, in my coaching practice, we know that all of our actions come from our feelings and our feelings are created by our thoughts. What we're talking about today is a great example of the power of your thoughts to keep you stuck. Let me ask you this. How do you feel when you think thoughts along the line of, I need to lose weight in order to be healthy? It likely stirs up a feeling of fear in you because, of course, you don't want to be sick. People respond differently to fear, but their actions are always rooted in the fight, flight, or freeze response. So you might find yourself stuck in inaction, ruminating how you'll never be healthy, Or you jump into action, likely forcing yourself to do things you don't want to do or that are overly restrictive in hopes that you'll feel better. But fear is not a motivating feeling. You can't get a positive result from negative thoughts or feelings. I've talked before about how weight loss goals are proven to be anti-motivating, and this is why. It's all fear-based. So even if it were true that losing weight was the key to health, which it's not, but having thoughts that you need to lose weight to be healthy are not serving you because action rooted in fear will never yield a positive result. The way out of this is to create a more empowering mindset with thoughts centered around our desired feeling. I suggest totally taking weight out of the equation. Instead, try out thoughts along the line of, I choose to take care of the body I have today. Or, regardless of my weight, my body deserves respect. How do you feel when you think those kinds of thoughts? Maybe a little more empowered? More motivated? What type of action do you think you'd engage in as a result? Would you maybe increase your activity level or add some more nutritious foods onto your plate? How else might you show your body care and respect? 
And is it possible that doing these things consistently might help you feel healthier even if your weight doesn't change? 100% it will. One more research little tidbit for you. Those who accept their body are actually more likely to engage in health-seeking behaviors. So it's important to do the mindset work to reach a place of self-acceptance where you know that you are worthy and deserving of body respect and self-care. I support my clients in Right Body for me to do this through the use of the self-coaching model. And I can tell you firsthand after watching them manage their minds that their health-seeking behaviors and their physical health improve so much as a result. Okay, so all that said, then how does one know what's their healthiest weight? If there's no one ideal number, How do you know if you're at a healthy weight for you? Well, here's a simple way that you can tell. It's the weight that you can achieve and maintain without effort while having a peaceful relationship to food and exercise where all foods are allowed, where movement feels fun, where there's no binge and restrict cycle, and where you feel your very best. I wonder how this lands with you. I always love hearing your feedback, so feel free to start a conversation in my DMs if you have thoughts or questions about this episode. And if you did enjoy it, would you consider sharing it with just one person? Thanks so much for hanging out with me today. I always appreciate your openness to talk about these topics. Next week, we're going to be talking more about the all or nothing thinking. I have a guest who used to be paralyzed by this, but has totally changed her mindset. And I think you'll find her story really inspiring. Until then, you can keep touch with me on my social channels at Radiant Vitality Wellness, or you can discover how to work with me on my website at www.radiantvitality.ca. Thanks so much for being here, my friends. And here's to your Radiant Vitality. Hey, before you go, I just want to tell you how grateful I am for you. It means the world to me that you're part of our Radiant Vitality community. I've got a free gift for you. Head on over to my website and download The Motivation Secret, the simple mindset shift that will get you off the start-stop cycle for good. The link is in the show notes. And hey, if you enjoy this podcast, the greatest gift you could give me is to leave a review or share this episode with a friend. Your shares and reviews help move our show up the rankings on the podcast directories so that it can be seen by more women just like you who are ready for something different with fitness. Bye for now, friend.